Hi, it's Phil Brown, and I'm here with David Whelan, and today we're going to talk about texting. You might have thought that texting was just something that teenagers did, but it's an interesting way to send short messages from one person to another, and it's a very common thing for people with smartphones and devices to use in order to have quick conversations. It can also be a really tricky thing for lawyers if their clients start to reach out to them using the technology that they're accustomed to on their smartphone, but that may not actually be very useful for lawyers who are interacting with their, their clients. And, and just a few things about texting, uh, also known as SMS. Uh, it's a little different than email for a few different reasons. Yes. Uh, one thing is that you don't have the same big application to send email, so you're losing some of that functionality. So the basic part of a text is obviously the text, and you can type a certain number of characters, so it's an abbreviated message, uh, and then you may be able to attach something from your smartphone or your device, like a photograph that you've taken uh, can be attached to the uh, SMS message and then sent to your contact. Right. And you could also send a short video. Sometimes uh, when you try and attach a video to a text message, the video gets abbreviated and you may only get half that video or a quarter of the video sent along as well. Uh, and of course, some people uh, have multimedia turned off on their phones and they're not able to accept the video on the other end. It may just vanish into space and you don't ever know whether that video has been received. That's a great point. Yes, if you don't have uh, data uh, enabled on your phone, you may find that, or you don't have the right plan for your phone, you may find that uh, while you can send and receive text messages, uh, you may not necessarily receive any of the rich attachments that are, uh, are linked to them. Right, and a number of uh, smartphones uh, and other devices, I suppose, not just smartphones, have uh, built-in texting applications. Right. In most cases, when you turn on your phone, you'll have a, an ability to call. Hopefully, your phone allows that. And then uh, it'll have some sort of messaging uh, app, and your messaging app will allow you to uh, type using the phone uh, whatever message you want to, and then you'll choose someone from your contacts in the same way you would have chosen them to uh, make a telephone call, and then you would send the message to them in that way. And just like email or sending faxes, uh, in fact, you can send them off to the wrong recipient. Yes, and you wouldn't necessarily know unless you went back and checked to see who you'd sent it to and, and looked at the message. The other problem with, or the other challenge, I guess, is with the lack of encryption that surrounds most of the texting apps and te texting on Andro Android phones and uh, Apple phones. Um, because when you send a text message, you're essentially sending plain text. So not only are you potentially exposing it as it's being transmitted, and, and that's probably the same low uh, concern that most lawyers would have about email. But when it gets to the other end, if you have someone whose phone is accessible to other people, um, or which is then lost, then that uh, text message can then be accessed by other people. Right. And, and we have to at least mention the fact that these texts, just like emails, are going through company servers. Maybe it's your law firm server. Uh, and or your cell phone provider server along the way. So it has a number of points of vulnerability. The one device that seems to have a little bit more uh, uh, complicated or rich environment for texting is the BlackBerry. And you can use uh, what's known as BBM, BlackBerry messaging, uh, in order to transmit in an encrypted format. And you can also uh, use something called pin-to-pin -pin messaging on the BlackBerry. Right. So, so th this encryption that's built in protects your information traveling from one device to the next, uh, even though it's flowing through a, a, a provider. Um, but one of the potential vulnerabilities is BlackBerry's encryption key, uh, which my understanding is it's essentially, it's available to BlackBerry and they could decrypt your messages anywhere along the way. Right. 
Um, and that's one thing to be aware of, I guess, is that your provider typically holds the keys, even if they're offering you encryption in whatever uh, application you're using. One of the things that's become common with texting on phones is to skip the app that was put in by the actual phone maker and to download an app from the app store, either for your iPhone or for your Android phone, and to use something that has many, many more features. And one of the interesting things there is that you can actually then do things uh, and send text messages that are much more like an email, much richer, um, but it actually increase the uh, potential problems that you could have if you were sending or receiving information from a client using those apps. Right. So some of these, uh, again, you're using another third-party app. There's more hands in the pie, if I can put it that way. Uh, and again, your potentially confidential information is uh, in vulnerable in other places. If you have a teenager, you can ask them which one they use, and that may be a good uh, list of apps to avoid. Um, some, like Text Plus, use a third-party server uh, for the message. And then if you send an attachment like a picture, they use an additional uh, server that uh, doesn't uh, use their own domain name to store that image. So you're actually starting to spread your information out over a number of different places. So, And we're talking here about lawyer and client uh, communications which traditionally is one of the uh, vulnerabilities, if I could put it that way, in terms of uh, lawyer negligence in the sense that uh, clients may say they've changed instructions um, and the lawyer didn't do what they were asked to do or told to do or whatever. So let's talk a bit about backups. Right. One of the things you can do is, uh, and this is assuming that you're not actually texting with your clients, you might uh, end up texting with your client, but even if you don't, uh, you can use a backup app an SMS backup app from the App Store, and they tend to have uh, free versions, and then you can pay for one if you have features that you particularly need. But the SMS backup app will allow you to go into the SMS messages, the text messages you've received, and back them up as a text file, which you can then store on your computer, so that going forward, if the client says, well, I sent you a text message, and this is what I said, uh, and that wasn't actually what was in the text message, you will have a file that you can show, well, here's the text message that I received from you. Uh, and, and it doesn't require you to, to have responded to the text message. So not everyone's going to be using a backup app or has the technical uh, ability to get the right app to convert things to text and so on. So there are other options. One of the options is to take a screenshot, just like you might on your computer. What it does is it makes a picture of whatever is on your screen. So you would open up your uh, phone to your text message so that you can see the message that the client sent. And then you would use the screenshot or screen capture function on your phone. And the, I think, you know, the point one would be, you know, you should caution your client that you don't plan on talking to them via text message, first of all, uh, because it's going to be hard to get a record of the texts later. Uh, there's always, I suppose, if it ever gets to a litigation point, uh, you'd be able to subpoena those records from the phone companies because, uh, make no mistake, all of the phone companies have a record of all of your texts. Right. Um, but I guess the other point is, uh, because we're dealing with lawyer-client communication here and you do get the occasional text, if you're not taking a screenshot or you're not backing up your texts, at a minimum, you sh should probably be doing a memo either to file or a, a memo to your client confirming what that conversation was. That's a great idea. Lawyer-client communication is a huge issue, and the more you can communicate with your clients, the better. But texting is probably not one of the tools that you want to use on a regular basis. And if you do use it or receive texts from your client, try to keep them to things as simple as, uh, sure, I'll call you at 3 o'clock, or uh, basic information about uh, when you will interact with them rather than talking about details of the actual matter. 
Great. Thanks very much. Thanks, Phil.